I don't know about you, but I have loved this the, 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 the issue and the story and the subject of serial killers since I first heard about Albert Fish and then Ed Gein. Ed Gein, maybe not so much. Fish, mm, serial killer, but demented. Demented. And now we hear the following. As I report, and as Variety reports, Jeffrey Dahmer, the Jeffrey Dahmer series, uh, Monster, becomes Netflix's second biggest English TV show. Now, what does this mean? Well, nothing. Sort of. But let me add to it. Let me tell you what I hope it means. And what I hope. And take it from me, an expert in this. Number one. Let me tell you something. I don't like these people. I don't admire these people. I don't think they're great. It's like a lot of times when people involve themselves in organized crime, podcasts and the like. They think that somehow these people are great. They they become fans of theirs. I'm a big fan of so-and-so. There's a difference between understanding their place in history and understanding what they did. But let me explain to you why serial killing is so important and why it is so unique and why, don't let these extraneous noises fool you, uh, why, why these matter. First, serial killing is the rarest of the rare. It is, there are more serial killers than you can imagine, but rare. There was a thought years ago that serial killing was a function of the 20th century. That prior to, I think one of the earliest serial killers, oh, I remember interviewing the author, was during the time of Elliot Ness when he was asked to find this after his, his treasury run or whatever it was. It was like in the 20s, 30s, and it was kind of new, and it was Jack the Ripper. You have no idea how many serial killers there have been. And you can define them in in uh, different ways. You know, more than three with X amount of time with a cooling off period versus mass murder. You know, Whitman and the tower, the bell tower in Austin, uh, that's mass murder. That's all at once, you know, spree killing. And you can get, you, you, you can define them all you want. But here's why it's the most important. And this is what you have to realize. You can go to any penal institution, Okay any incarcerative facility, any carceral institution, any, 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 any prison or what have you. You can talk to people who are off the psychopathic scale. You can, I mean, you can absolutely go berserk with the most demented of the demented. People who have who are true psychopaths and sociopaths. No appreciation for consequence, no compassion, no nothing. Sadistic killers and go down the list. And none of them were serial killers. None. Never had any intention of being a serial they, they They killed. Maybe it was opportunistic. Maybe it was something that happened at the time. I being a former prosecutor from Florida, where we had some of the wildest 
Bobby uh, Bobby Joe Long and and others and 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 some very interesting murderers who weren't serial killers. But what makes someone go from being a killer to somebody who craves it? Who craves it? This is what is the rarest of the rare. You again, you can go, you can talk to, and you can you can meet with the worst. The worst. And they will say, I never all of a sudden said, you know what? By God, I'm gonna go out and kill a series of people. They never felt that. They might have engaged in this again opportunistically, maybe during the course of another criminal activity, but they weren't they weren't motivated by this hunt, by this 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 sadistic bestial hunt where they, they were predator, where they went looking for people and they they felt this this almost like a homicidal sneeze that was coming up, was building up. And the only way they could satisfy, the only way they could quell this is to kill. But not just kill, kill intimately. Kill within contact. Kill within range. Not far away, not... That's why the whole story, and I talk about this in my private channel, but this whole business about... uh, Son of Sam, my dear friend Maury Terry, whose autographed book is behind me, and I talked many, many times years ago as to what his theory was. And there is so much wrong with the notion of the Son of Sam. But we'll talk about that later. I never understood what it was that motivated somebody who was living their life you can go to BTK, you can go to Heidnick, Dahmer, Gacy, three names usually, of course, the old joke. Um, I think Gary Heidnick in Philly was really... And by the way, I say this not out of a fan sense. I say it in terms of how demented. But the best explanation as to why, this is the thing that nobody really understands. Why? 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 Why is it? Why? It was an interview that Piers Morgan had with this, with what appeared to be the most boring man, not Piers. (laughs) There was some time. Anyway, he was talking to somebody who was just devoid of any humanity whatsoever. And as Piers Morgan was talking to him, I almost moved on. I thought, this is going nowhere. Because, by the way, these people are not the brightest. They are not clever. Ted Bundy, Ted Bundy, by the way, you don't know half of what Ted Bundy did. You don't know. On the sick scale, Ted Bundy, Mozart. What he did, I don't want to go into it now, but... You wouldn't believe it. You would say, how did he think of that? Why would he think that? Oh, Ted, Ted Bundy was. Uh, he's just. If, if, da- if Dahmer is uh, a cancer, uh, Ted Bundy is metastatic glioblastoma. He is, I mean, this guy, he, he's like this, he's a, he's this, a nuclear 
glioma. I mean, he's he was the worst of the worst. But going back to the story, Piers Morgan asks this rather nondescript, kind of boring guy, "Why did you do this? Why? Why? What? What was the motivation?" And he said, "Very." And I'm not trying to mimic him. He says, "Mr. Morgan, have you ever?" It's been a long time since I've heard it, but it was something like, have you ever done something that you really love to do that was exciting? He said, in essence, you don't know what this was. And the line that he said, I'm paraphrasing, but I think I got it, was the sense of exaltation, this murderous, homicidal, orgiastic fugue he was in. He said, it was as though, he says he could see the atoms vibrate. Or, I mean, he was explaining a, a rush and I got it. I got it. I understand. Not, 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 not sympathize, not even empathize, but I understand it. I got it. I got it. Because you can't stop a crime unless you understand why they do it. But here's the thing. And I want you to listen carefully and I'm going to leave you with this. Everything that I've just described is still representative of and in a de minimis proportion a de minimis percentage of the worst criminals there are. Even they don't want to do it. There are certain boundaries that the worst criminals who have no feeling of compassion, empathy for anyone, they never exhibit this. So what you are seeing in serial killers is the depraved of the depraved, the quintessence of mankind at its worst. Remember, animals don't kill each other. Animals don't kill each other except in the of territorial mistakes, sometimes not not intraspecies, interspecies, yes. It is against the the order of, of life to kill. But of those who are considered murderers and first-degree murderer, even that is, is, is a rarity in the pantheon of criminal justice. The rarest of the rarest of the rare is serial killing. And they represent the most depraved. So the issue is, how are we going to find them? What do they say? They always say this. The Troika, they all were. They evinced as children, bedwetting and uresis, animal torture, and fires, arson. They also uh, exhibited or reported abandonment, abuse, sexual and otherwise, teasing perhaps, broken families, drug abuse, or what have you. So does 99.99% of the entire population. 
So correlation and cause are two different things. Yeah, they may have had, they may have been bedwetters and they teased animals and they set fires and they were arsonists, but that didn't cause the serial killing. It accompanied it. And there were other people who filled every check mark, abuse, uh, uh, violence, uh, they never did this. Never. Never thought of it. There were people who came back from war, people who were involved in, in more death and destruction in war, who came back. They weren't serial killers. It, 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 it still boggles the mind. So if you want to watch Jeffrey Dahmer, that's okay. That's true. He is, and, and I know a lot about this story, which we'll get to some other time, but don't miss the point. Understand something, that if I showed you really, really what this was about without any additional beefing up or poetic license, if I showed you the bare bones truth, nothing more, pictures, lab results, testimony, to see the to use the Eichmann term, the banality of evil, that would freak you out more than anything. How ordinary and how matter-of-fact they are. That, that is what freaks me out. And there are more of them, and they're more being bred every single day. And we don't know why. So, enjoy your... Netflix is an interesting story. But read more, shall we say, um, uh, clinical and academic treatises on this subject because it is the most fascinating thing you have ever heard. Now comment as you see fit. <laughs>